Sentire Media. Hello and welcome to beautiful Piobico, Central Italy this morning. Ciao, benvenuti tutti. Today is Tuesday the 15th of February. It's about 9 a.m. and we've been up and getting stuff done. It's gorgeous outside. Another sunny day, the last sunny day, so says the colonel on Rye 1. Yes, but Jason is an American at heart because it's a sunny day and he's wearing... Like basketball shorts and slippers outside. Hey, it's gorgeous out, and <laughs> but we're sitting by the fire in the kitchen, so it's just kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's been a great week. I hope your week has been wonderful. Um, wherever you're listening to us from, whether it be the office pretending to work, or the car stuck in traffic, or on the treadmill, or on thank, the train, or on the train. Thank you very much for. Downloading and tuning in. (laughs) All right, let's get going this week. Go for it. All right, so we went to the Festa de Pedalari, the Wild Boar Cinghiale Meat Fest dinner and dancing, and that was held at the Piobico Sports Palazzo, so the big, like, uh, gymnasium, and there was probably about 300 people there. It was a good turnout for Piobico. Um, Big headlining music. Big headlining music going on. (laughs) Um... With a hysterical uh, two guys and a woman. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was awesome. It was Complete with accordion playing. Absolutely. And fog machine. So it was pretty, getting pretty snazzy up there. Um, dinner, was, it, dinner was good. Uh, lots of wild boar. Um, wild boar sauce for the pasta. Wild boar in, um, in a umido or, or a uh, kind of stewed wild boar. Um, Plus there was porchetta, porchetta, wild boar sausages. Not heavy on the veggies. No, no. <laughs> the the hunters not hunter festival not heavy on the veggies. Go figure. Shocking. <laughs> and then it came the music. Yeah. So the music started, and um, the first uh, the first couple to go out was the pharmacist and his wife, who are ridiculously. Awesome dancers. It was shocking. I thought, oh, wow, look, they're coming out. That's sweet. And then it was like, whoa, fancy footwork. Look at them. Uh, follow it. And then, slowly, you know, the next song, uh, you know, there was 50 people out there. And the song after that, it was pretty much like uh, like everyone was out on And everyone was really great. Okay, at we're waltzing. talking. It was like out of a movie. The whole s- middle of what would be like the basketball court, if you will, was um, this mess of 100 or so, 150 uh, piobe going in a counterclockwise huge circle. Perfect. Perfectly. All together and like all doing their own little waltz within this huge circle. It was phenomenal. And we thought, hey, let's join in. It looks like a good time. I got the, it's cool. We can do it. Yeah. I got, I got on a... (laughs) <laughs> anyway, it was like being in a washing machine as we bumped into everyone. Oh, scusi, scusi. Oh, m- oh mi scusi, mi scusi. <laughs> as we, uh, for about 30 seconds before we got spat out the other end. Well, first, the, the pharmacist ended up uh, waltzing right up to oh, us. Oh, yeah, well, said, you tell that part. Slow, slow, quick, quick, slow, slow, quick, quick. Oh, God, okay. All right, we're getting some pointers. Let's, okay, can we keep it up? And then that's when we got spit out the other side. Well, little did we know we were, everyone was kind of checking out the Americani, whether they could dance or not. I got stopped going back to the seat by someone saying, oh, 
Actually, if you would ever like to trade English lessons for waltz lessons, we would be happy. <laughs> I got stopped in the grocery store in Urbania yesterday saying, oh, you know, there are um, dance, if you have a passion for dance, there is <laughs> dance lessons available in Piovico and Urbania. So I guess... Uh, I guess we made a fool of ourselves. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So, oh, note well. to self, uh, if you see them dancing that choreographed, do not enter unless you know how to swim across the deep end. Oh, like when you have to uh, take the test to yes, see if you can swim guard. in the deep exactly. Oh, uh, but definition of padellari. Okay, so we've. I think we kind of finally figured it out. Go ahead. Padella is a pan, mm-hmm. and when a you make a rookie mistake and you miss, they call it you've made a pan. And so you've panned it. I fought one pe- 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 <laughs> padella. And you're a pedalaro. Yes. So what would you, you say that in English? Like like, you, a, like you airballed it. Or you whiffed it. Or you whiffed. Yeah. A total whiff. Okay. So we went to the dinner of the whiffers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what oh, else? Today we woke up early and... Um, for lunch on Sunday, uh, we got invited to the doctor's house, and I tried my hand at the castagnole, which is the um, the uh, fried dough of for carnival carnival of our area. And um, he gave me the okay because the doctor would um, definitely tell me if they were no good. This is true, and he wanted to keep some extras at the house, so that so was you a know, yes. sign. if they if they were no good, he would not have asked to take to keep some to, to keep some when we left. Um, so today I made a double batch. I'm going to give it one more try, and we're going to give, bring it to uh, the little market that is in Piovico on Tuesdays, and kind of uh, just pass them out and offer them because God knows I don't need a lot of fried dough <laughs> floating they're around so the house. Good. Well, because they're fried in pork fat, like we talked about last week. So straight strudo is delicious. We but... tried frying them in oil. It does not work. It doesn't come out. They're just supposed to be fried in pork fat. You eat them once a year. Um, and do what we do, make them, and then give them away to people and let them... Let well, them make friends it. with a butcher so you can order pork fat, because it will make all the difference. And it is. They're so delicious. Drizzled with honey. Oh, my God. So we're going to go make some friends in Piovico this yes, morning. Yes, yes. Um, I need some cheese from Fushiani, the meat guy, and uh, get my hair cut. Are you going to get any porchetta? No, I am not getting porchetta today. Tuesday's Porchetta Trek Day in Piovico. Not having any Porchetta, thank you. Well, we've been doing a lot of projects around the house. Oh, me and we are pyromaniacs. We have done nothing but pile up dead leaves and sticks and burn them. It is, it is so, I don't know, what's the word for I don't know, it? primal? It's like so gratifying <laughs> to watch this big pile of stuff burn. It's, it's awesome. It is. It's so crazy. I'm like, make it bigger. You sit there and you sit there with your pitchfork on the side of the road and, you know, when someone drives by, you give them a little nod and uh-huh. they give you the uh, proving nod. You're cleaning up and making, everyone loves work here in the country. Yeah, so they're happy to see us working as they drive by. Um, we want to do some paint. Painting will get going here in a little bit. Um, but we screwed up a little bit. Yes. <laughs> when the house was totally... When we moved in the house, the interior of the house was totally repainted. And we copied down the numbers for the paint. The, the numbers of all the colors. The problem is we copied down the, the pigment numbers, but not the quantities that they're in. So... Um, yeah, you have yellow, whatever, 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 but they, we don't know the ratios, the percentages of each. 
So we're basically screwed. We'll figure it out. We'll either there's no Home Depot, so it's not like you can just bring your um, chipped pa- chips of paint in for them to color ma- computer color match it, and uh, off you go. So we'll figure it out. But it's stressing me out because th- there are spots that need paint, and if we can't match these colors, then we have to repaint the entire. No rooms. way. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> All right. So you want to move to Italy. Now what? We get this question all the time. Oh, we went to Italy. We want to move. What do we do? How do we... Where do we begin? Where do we begin? So, our number one suggestion is to get enrolled in Italian lessons. Nothing will help you more than just even beginning to understand the language. Because depending on where you want to move, English is not as well spoken as when you were on your holiday and... The, um, the places that, that serve to foreigners de- definitely speak different languages. So learn Italian. And it's a beautiful language, and it's not super difficult. No, and whether you end up moving here or not, it's a great uh, experience because every time you come to Italy, you will be able to um, speak a little bit. You'll have more fun. You'll get to chat with the locals a little. and You'll have a much different experience. Absolutely. It's fantastic. So... Learn the language. Get enrolled in Italian lessons is our number one suggestion. Number two, visit Italy in different times of the year. Um, most likely when you were here in Italy, it was May through September, October. The m- most beautiful place on <laughs> earth during those months. And it's not always like that here. We thought um, when we came, we came in every season. And when we came here in the winter, it was very mild. And we thought when we came here... We were ready for cold weather, but it was beautiful. It was in the you know the twenties or the sixties every day, and we we're like, all right. We think that Italy, the place we want to live, is going to be gorgeous year round. Well, let me tell you, it's not California winters. No, no, and and it is. It's beautiful here, but in January and in February, old stone houses get cold and damp, and they're hard to heat. So there's and also depending on what time of the year that you would move here, if you decided you were moving in the winter, you have to think about wood and electricity being pre- and being prepared to um, handle a first winter deep in the countryside. If you're not, if in the you're city. not in the city, so things to things to uh, to think about. Absolutely, and do. when you come out on those trips, start meeting with different estate agents. Don't just meet with British or American or German. Um, meet with ones that are Italian. Well, what is it, what is an estate agent? Well, realtor. A realtor. Yeah, and there's lots of different estate agents, and the reason we suggest an Italian estate agent is a lot of the times they're going to be from that area and know places that aren't necessarily publicized to be on the market. It's kind of like, oh, my cousin, my cousin's father is selling this place. He just told me one day, and let's go take a look at it. Whereas foreign estate agents really don't have that, that um, in my opinion, have that those connections. And besides, you want to be connected with the Italians because you're moving to Italy. You're not moving to Italy to... Yeah, you're moving to Italy to become Italian or to be with Italians. And also, I think for it's more so than when you would go through the buying process, that they would have more connections to the notaio, to the local um, people to help you get your documents taken care of. My cousin, my cousin has the my cousin has a, a friend who is in the office of the bank. Uh, bank, and he will help you with this. <laughs> this is how it works here. So, 
Um, do your homework, though, and go definitely meet with a few people and, and find someone who you trust and you feel comfortable with. And on that same thought of doing your homework... If you can't make it out right away, start researching the hell out of it. Get online. There's so many resources available like Expats in Italy, Modern Italian Network, lots of great sites that help connect you to either your ancestry if you want to look for citizenship that way, um, other information on getting your visa, to just stories from expats um, living here, to also understanding things like the cost of living and um, answering a lot of questions that people have. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you're going to, this is something we didn't write down, but um, you're going to need a codice fiscale or like a fiscal code or a social security number. You don't have to be a resident. You don't have to live in Italy. Anyone can get, they'll give anyone a fiscal code so they can take taxes. Um, and with this number, you're going, it'll start the process of getting the other documents that you need. But even to get a cell phone here in Italy, you need a codice fiscale. Uh, you need a codice fiscale to open a bank account. It's it's a number that you must have, and you can get that at any any. If you go to the comune or the the municipal office of whatever town you're in, they'll point you in the right direction. And also, I would say read different books by expats as well. It's a fun way to like put your mind in Italy. So Tim Parks is a great author who's British who wrote about uh, moving to Verona and marrying an Italian. Um, even. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but Under the Tuscan Sun, the book, is great. I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, but the book is really fun. And uh, But there's, there's a lot of, there's lots of travel logs and, mm-hmm. and travel diaries of But it's fun just to get your mindset there and to start getting excited about it. I would say if you want to move to Italy, it is completely possible. There's lots of things that can um, stand in your way, but if you just keep knocking them down, you can live here. It, just think of it as a giant game that you have to figure out the rules as you go along. And just know that it's going to be frustrating sometimes, and it's good. you're going to want to pull your hair out, and you're, you're not going to see the logic in any of it. But, <laughs> but it's possible. It is possible. It's not, it, it's not something that's, that's out of your zone, out of, your zone of, of possibilities. <laughs> realm. Uh, realm of possibility. Thank you. And last but not least, contact or go to the website of the Italian Consulate General's Office and find the office that's closest to you. These are going to be the people who you are going to be applying for whatever type of visa um, that you're going to that you fit into the category. And good luck. Yes, good luck. <laughs> the, the, these will be the people that will make you tear your hair out, and you're just going to have to play the game. But it's worth it. Yeah, it is worth it. Living here is wonderful, and I wouldn't change another. I wouldn't change a day of it. Nope. So, moving right along. Um, we're going to talk about how to get a coffee in Italy, because this is another... Can I get... You mean getting an espresso? Well, no, you wouldn't ask for an espresso. <laughs> um, when you walk into the bar, um, there's either one of two protocols. Or chai tea macchiato. No chai tea <laughs> no macchiato. <laughs> no, no, no. No uh, mochaccinos. No. Um, if you go into an auto grill or sometimes one of the bigger bars, you'll have to go to the uh, cashier and pay first. And then she'll give you, or he, will give you a receipt, which you then take to the bar and tell them what you want. Um, if you go to some of the smaller ones that are on the streets, usually you order and then pay. Now, along the lines of ordering and paying, uh, in some places it can make a huge difference 
sitting versus standing. In all city centers normally of the, you know, touristy areas or in the countryside, uh, Tuscany of the touristy areas, the price between standing at the bar and taking your coffee or sitting down can be enormous. Yes. For example. Yes. Okay. So in our area uh, (laughs) out here, a cafe, just what you would think of as an espresso, is 80 cents. And cappuccino is like a euro ten. A euro ten. So, great. You could sit, you could stand. It's the countryside, so it's much, much more laid back. Totally. Now, if you go into Rome, per esempio, <laughs> like we did uh, with Jason's mom, and <laughs> there was four of us, and we go and we get cappuccinos, and um, I think his mom got like a yogurt. yogurt, and maybe we had two pastas, which are pastries. We go and sit down, and the total was... 35 euros. Yeah, so I, that is... A what, what would have been five or six uh-huh. here in our area is 35, all because we sat down. And if you stood up in that place, it would have been more along the lines of reality. And in, like, Venice, in Rome, in these city centers, we're talking don't even lean... Don't even put your tush next to a chair. Yeah, no, don't even, no, no leaning even. <laughs> um, but the bar, the bar is a great place to not only grab a coffee, but use the bathrooms as public toilets in Italy are scarce. Um, Wait, we didn't even say how to order a coffee. We're getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when you walk up to order, um, you can order three or four different co- uh, different coffee drinks. You can get a Cafe Normale, which is just a shot of coffee in the little espresso cups. You can get a cafe macchiato, which is a sh- the shot of coffee with a mark of milk on top. and Or you can get a cappuccino or cappuccio, which is a shot of coffee with um, a lot of, like yeah, a good. cup of milk. Uh-huh. Delicious. Um, the old, the hardcore guys or the, the older hunter guys will get cafe corretto, which is the shot of coffee with... Uh, corrected, they call it a corrected <laughs> coffee, with uh, either Sambuca, Grappa, whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, Most traditional Sambuca. Around here, yeah, which is an anise-flavored liqueur. Um, also next to the ca- uh, next to the bar will usually be um, a cabinet, w- warming cabinet, where they keep the pastries or the pasta, as you call it. Mm-hmm. So if you went up to, what, what do you usually, what kind of pasta do you usually order? I would have a pasta vuoto, which is like a um, croissant without plain. plain, a plain croissant. Or sometimes maybe a pasta con Nutella. Which is the croissant with Nutella inside. Uh-huh. They also have marmalata. With jam. We have, they have ciambelle. Oh, that's actually what I order. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a huge donut ring. Yeah? Yeah, it's a donut. And with sugar. <laughs> it's delicious. And it has a little lemony taste mm-hmm. to it. A lot of the pastas or breakfast croissant pastries usually have a little lemon rind in it, and it's really nice. And sometimes you kind of dip it into your cappuccino. It's delicious. Um, so, all right, Ashley. Per esempio, you're going up to the bar. Order what you're going to take for prima colazione. Ciao, buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> Vorrei avere un cappuccio e un pasta vuoto. Okay, so she said, vorrei avere, I would like to have, um, a cappuccio or cappuccino and a, pa- and a croissant plain. Yes. Grazie. 
Um, and the bar is also, um... Where I go to work for internet. It's my office. A lot of bars have internet, uh, Wi-Fi. Also, in the early evenings, around 6, they come to become the place for the aperitivo hour. Yes, and, like, in Urbana, there's three or four great little cafes, or bars, and, uh... It's interesting because they all have different snacks at the aperitivo hour. Now, the place with the best snacks, we don't really know the people. Not the grest ambiance. No, and they're kind of more the hipsters. But they have the they really have the house spread. music yes. bumping. Now, the place where we like all the people, the aperitivo hour, eh, cozy, cozy. But, but I we still go to that place because they're so nice. They're great, and I love them. And it, I don't really care that much about the snacks, no. but. Know that when you order drinks, usually in Italy, you'll get some kind of snacks, usually peanuts and like some chips, chips um, usually some uh, type of little pieces of something, a sandwich. Or, mm-hmm. It comes with little things. So, Oh, and you can't really order a coffee to go. Not really. Um, people, you might see the waitresses bringing coffees on trays to the next shop next to the bar or down the road but but they're always still the glass ceramic dishes it's great yeah coffee's meant to uh, a cafe is a sip and a half or two sips and you're you're out of there you're on your way um it is pretty much impossible to get a bad coffee in italy as i believe it's not allowed i agree mm-hmm. and so much so that when we drive like uh up north and we cross out of Italy, we always stop at the border to make sure we get one last good cafe until we return home because, man, it makes all the difference. Um, as far as the type of coffees we have here at the house, we don't have a uh, machine to make coffee. We have what's called a mocha, and that's the stovetop um, percolator. percolator that works great that most people have in their house. makes a great cup of coffee. We use Lavazza Oro. We use Lavazza Cafe Oro in a gold wrapping. I like that one. We're trying to switch coffee companies this year to go to Pascucci, which is a local, um, what would you call a place that does beans? Uh, Azienda? I don't know. Coffee Area? Coffee Area. Coffee Area. Get out of here. But um, Cafe is definitely to Italy as... I don't even know. It's Soda every- is to America. Sure, it's every day. It's delicious. And you don't worry about having to, thinking that the cafe, the coffee is too small because you'll be taking five to mm-hmm. five to seven a day. No, we don't take that. No, but I'm good for th- four. Sure, always after lunch, after every meal. Definitely. All right. So, anything else? Anything else that we want to talk about this week? Uh, no. I know. Let's get right to work. Let's go get back to work. I know it's time to start frying pastry to go head into town. Um, we're going to do our little phrase of the week. Our the phrase that pays. The phrase that pays. <laughs> our proverbi italiani. You want to do this week's one? Amici e vini sono meglio vecchie. And that translates to? Friends and wine are better with age. That is true. Wives, too. (laughs) (laughs) Arrivederci! Thank you very much. Oh, let's throw our website, Google, that stuff. 
Um, you can find us at latavolamarche.com, L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E.com, or at latavolamarche.blogspot.com. You can download us on iTunes, which is probably where you found us. Please leave comments. You can find us on Facebook and like us. And... Uh, thank you guys so much for your comments you've been leaving in the star ratings on iTunes. It's wonderful. We're actually right now in the top ten if you type in Italy podcasts. So, looking good. Thank you guys for your help. That's crazy. That I is. know. <laughs> uh, next week, um, have we thought about what we're going to do, what we're talking about next week, or anything coming up that we're going to do? More cleaning, more getting Carnival. ready. Carnival's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly one month until our... No, that's not true. No, 25th. 25th of March is our first guest this year, so... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Tons to do, and it's going to be another beautiful day. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. Till next week, arrivederci. Ciao. Sentire Media Hey podcast producers and show hosts, do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.